Hi, how are you? You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. It happens so fast. One minute you have a baby, the next they're grinning up at you in their school uniform, school shoes shining on their feet. It's enough to make anyone shed a few tears. The first day of school is a big day for everyone involved, parents and kids. Julie Green is an Associate Professor and Executive Director of the Raising Children Network. She has some tips to help everyone have a smooth start to the school year. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi. Good to be with you, Siobhan. What are some things you can do in the lead up to the first day to help your child be more comfortable with their new environment? There really are lots and lots of things uh, for parents to be able to get ready, uh, get their child ready and get themselves ready. Um, plan ahead. Uh, so don't wait until the day before, but, but start now. Um, most children have been to a school orientation or a transition program. So now's a really great time to revisit that in a you know conversation with children. Recall uh, what they remember, uh, and and ask them you know what sort of things they might be thinking about because that there's a real difference often in what's um, front of mind for parents and what's front of mind for kids. So children, for example, might be anxious if they can't remember where the toilets are or the drinking fountains or something like that. So um, starting uh, those conversations again now is really, really important. Um, I think something that um, we sometimes forget is that starting school, Siobhan, is a family event, really. So involve the whole family. Um, And if there's other siblings you know, that they can play a role in helping children with their first day. We're coming to the end of our holiday um, season, so this is really now a good time to think about raining in the late nights uh, and the sleep-ins, especially in the week before school, and getting back into normal bedtime. Because sleep, we know sleep's important at every age, But ahead of starting school, it really is important to get back into a a normal bedtime routine so that children are waking up at the same time they need to for school before school starts. And that's going to help kids function well, give them time to get dressed and have their breakfast and really help a household run smoothly and avoid some of those tensions that can come with rushing. It's a big day for adults as well, isn't it? I mean, how can we make sure we keep it together on the first day? It is a big day for parents as well, and and it'll affect parents in different ways, but it is common and and it's normal for parents to feel a bit anxious at at this time of the year. What parents might find helpful is to just acknowledge that it is a change for themselves and for their family and um, and do what they can to try and set up a positive experience for their children. Um, stay, stay positive at drop-off. Send children off with, you know, with an upbeat sort of confident goodbye. 
um, you know, when a young child starts school, it might trigger off um, some memories of parents' own school experiences. And they they may not have always been good. So um, if parents can just try and um, channel any of, their, any of their own anxieties into um, conversations with a partner or um, family, like a parent or other other friends, and try and just separate their own anxieties from from those of their children. Speaking of our feelings and emotions, how can school affect? Our children, like starting school, could they, you know, sometimes children can behave in certain ways that don't make complete sense to us. I mean, can we expect they might be a bit moody, excitable, tired? Mm, Yes. Uh, Look, it is going to depend on the temperament of a child in terms of, say, moodiness. But um, it really uh, is going to be helpful to expect children to be tired, you know, for the first several weeks, maybe even the first term in some cases. So, um, and tiredness, as most parents know, can really manifest itself in lots of ways, whether it be moodiness or stubbornness or a change in behaviour. So it really can help to dig deep um, on the patient's front and, and just try and um, understand that because this is a big change and it places lots of demands on children to concentrate all day, to ask permission to go to the toilet, follow school rules, all those sort of things are, you know, they are a big thing for young children to take on. So it can play out um, that, you know, a child might be a little bit grumpy or moody or extra tired in those in those first weeks. Not every parent can do it, but is it important to try and be at the school gate for drop-off and pick-up? Well, arrangements for after-school will they'll vary from family to family on you know on whether a parent's home-based or whether they've got flexible working hours or they've taken leave or whatever. It's not so much that it's critical uh, for a parent to be at the school gate for drop-off and pick-up. But what is really important here is that children know who's going to pick them up after school, whether it's their own parent or somebody else's parent or a grandparent, for example, or whether they're going to after-school care. The the main thing is that they're prepared for whatever the arrangement is and for that arrangement to generally include being ready with a snack uh, for (laughs) hungry small people. If your child is really nervous about school and you can tell when you've asked them how what they're thinking and they're just really nervous about it all, how can you talk to them about it? Uh, Well, revisiting those... I mean, parents know their children the best. Uh, and so um, opening up a conversation, whether that be reminding them about the transition activities, um, whether it, um, it there's an indication if they forget what you know what the lie of the land is at the school. So um, talking ahead of the first day, doing things like um, practicing the route to school 
or maybe even having a play at the school uh, or arranging play dates with children who are going to be at their school, those sort of things can really um, take away some of the anxiety or nerves or the first day jitters. So there's, it goes back to um, starting early with conversations, um, with preparations and planning so that um, we can do as much as we possibly can to reduce those first day nerves. What about the rest of the term? Because we do often focus on that first day or week, but separation anxiety can continue for some kids throughout the year, can't it? Yeah, it can. I mean, some children, and again, it can really depend on the temperament of individual children, but that separation anxiety might uh, carry on and endure uh, for some time. Now, that's not unusual with with a big change, but if that is um, the temperament of a child, I think it can be helpful to remind parents to use the strategies that have worked well in other situations where a child experiences anxiety. Um, so, you know, maybe, um, say, for preschool or, or other situations, spending time at the new place before the separation actually um, has to happen can really help a child feel less distressed when it comes time to say those goodbyes because they're more familiar uh, with the place, they're more familiar with people and they may have already, you know, built on that relationship and um, where that trust might really be building with the carer or the teacher in question. I mean, it it can depend. Uh, Some children who do feel that extra level of anxiety feel safer when they take something special from home and have it in their backpack and like a teddy or something. Now, that can be gradually phased out as children settle into a new place. But um, if, you know, if parents are uh, continuing to see that separation anxiety, have a, have a chat with your child's teacher. Let them know uh, that... Uh, that's an issue for your child and let them know the kinds of things that you're doing to to help your child get across that separation anxiety so that there's some consistent support coming from the school as well. Julie, that is all very helpful. So thank you for speaking with us today. What a pleasure. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Julie Green. She's the Executive Director of the Raising Children Network. Their website, raisingchildren.net.au, has a stack of great info on it. Make sure you check it out. Kids everywhere are returning to school, but not all of them are getting an equal start. The Smith family are trying to balance the scales. Mum and Dad, they tried to look after us as best as they could, but because of different circumstances, it was quite difficult for them and... I was bullied quite often when I was younger at school and the Smith family came in, like I guess you could say they were like a superhero and came in and saved the day. Find out how you can make a difference on the next episode of Feed, Play, Love. This podcast is produced by Elise Cooper. I'm Siobhan Hunt.